investment. It's never been more important to be able to invest in the relationship that you have with your agencies and also for agencies to be investing more in the long-term health of the relationship with their advertiser clients. If they were more focused on perhaps investing their time and efforts on looking after their existing clients and making sure that those existing clients were happy, weren't putting their business up for review, then perhaps they wouldn't be stretched Hello from a very sunny New York. Greetings from a grey London. <laughs> Sorry about that. Summertime's definitely kicking in here, which is very good to see. Uh, so today we're talking about relationship management, yeah. which is critically important. And we're talking about the relationship between advertisers and their agencies, their media agencies. Um, and this was one topic actually prompted by uh, an advertiser. We, we've been out asking advertisers of topics that they want to see us tackle on Media Snack, and this is one of those. So thank you for those that contributed um, ideas. So uh, talking about relationship management, it's never been more important to be able to invest in the relationship that you have with your agencies, and also for agencies to be investing more in the long-term health of the relationship with their advertiser clients. Uh, so um, this is going to be a relatively short one, right? Mate, we've got to keep this quite punchy okay. because when we get later to good week, bad week, I think we're going to have a bit of a discussion and I want to leave time for that. Okay. okay. So uh, with relationship management, what is going on? So it's not even progressive advertisers. Most just sensible advertisers uh, realise that establishing a partnership relationship with their media agencies uh, result in more productive media outcomes, right? Uh, and tapping greater value of their media investments. And so those advertisers look at finding ways of uh, identifying clear KPIs by which they will evaluate their agency partners in driving that kind of value. And ensuring that that evaluation is conducted constructively, productively, and regularly ensures that that relationship only builds with time and gets stronger and gets better. So what are the implications? Well, the implications are big. You know, the, the implications of investing more from both sides in the relationship are really big. Yeah. And, you know, we really want both advertisers and particularly agencies to really be advocating for this kind of stuff mm. because it's not done enough. And where we get involved and we get to do it, um, which is a number of our clients yeah. that we work with, uh, you, can see the, you can see the difference. Um, the implications are as follows. The first thing is that actually monitoring the relationship and investing in monitoring and measuring the relationship yeah. uh, gives you insight. And it gives you insights actually to, to allow a very open and honest discussion to happen between, normally at a quite a senior level between the advertiser and, and its agency yeah. and their agency. Um, and we believe strongly that that is one of the most powerful ways to be rebuilding the trust that needs to exist between the advertiser and the media agency. Yeah. So I think we all acknowledge that trust has been damaged. We've talked a lot about that over the, over the years, really. Um, and having this forum, a structure with, supported by quantifiable information yeah. that comes from both sides enables a forum to create uh, a good, honest dialogue where both are equally invested in the relationship and it gives you a structure to build trust over time and that's yeah. critically important. Yeah. The second implication, again, which is really, really valuable, which is how you use that information. 
So the data that you can get from performing agency evaluation, performance evaluation, if it's 360, which is what we strongly advocate and what we, what we do, yeah. uh, is helpful. It allows uh, the advertiser behaviors to improve over time as well because you're getting feedback from an agency and frankly, agencies really do know like what good client behavior looks like and the impact of that. Yeah. So you want to listen to your agency. Um, uh, and the, the other implication, of course, is that you can use that information to uh, incentivize the agency's behavior. So what we mean by that is take data from an agency performance assessment and link that to a financial outcome or financial kind of income for the agency. Yeah. Link some of their income to uh, performance evaluation mm -hmm. and that can be split we won't go into the details of that we've probably another another episode actually to talk about the ways that we set those things up yeah but looking at the agency's performance and linking that to money is a really good way of course of incentivizing those kind of right behaviors um, and then the third major implication and this is good for pitch and this is related very much to what we're about to talk about right in 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 our good week bad week is that we believe that those agencies that invest in the relationship with their advertiser measure it and create these kind of forums long term can avoid pitches yeah. because they're investing in the long term health of the, of the relationship and the things that sometimes go awry things that sometimes can become toxic and change the sentiment of the agency on behalf of the advertiser can be dealt with at source at moment of need and they're not things that kind of fester away so Again, I think you know, agencies should be much more uh, you know, strongly advocating that either their clients invest in better relationship management, these kind of tools that we're talking about, or even the agencies should be funding them, them themselves mm. because long term it really just creates, uh, you know, potentially avoiding a pitch, which is expensive yeah. and distracting and all the things that we keep talking about. So really big implications and we really strongly advocate that both sides should be embracing this more than they are right now. So now we've established how important that is then, so what should marketers be doing to start these things if they're not doing them already? Well the first thing they should be doing is establishing uh, the KPIs, so the, the key metrics by which you're going to be evaluating your agency's performance and and do that collaboratively with the agency so align on the right KPIs for the agency with the agency invested in that discussion that's the first thing the, the second thing is establish a framework or a technology by which you can gather the information of this evaluation now uh, that's really really important we've got a we've got a tool called agency performance monitor that is an aggregator of this assessment this measurement and it allows us to quite forensically assess the performance of the agency in a really objective constructive way and share that report and those insights with the clients and with the agency so that they can kind of course correct the performance of the agency on an ongoing basis and the third and that's 360 right i mean because that that works both ways absolutely we, we also seek this the sentiment and the input of the agency as part of that which is learning for the advertiser yeah and and again you know further establishing this kind of this sense of partnership between both parties and the third thing is make sure that there are key kind of critical milestones throughout the year where you're reviewing uh, the, f the findings from, from, from this, from the analysis. So we normally do it either quarterly or, or biannually, but there is a cadence of 
uh, of uh, important meetings whereby both invested parties are sitting down together ensuring that the relationship is building in a really constructive way. Good. Uh, so that's it. I mean, the, if you're an advertiser and you're not in, don't feel that you're investing in the relationship in these kind of ways, it's something to, work, to think about exploring. It's yeah. not an expensive undertaking. It just takes a little bit of work up front. It's a really good way of, of getting uh, you know, that priority status with your media agency. Yeah. Right? And what we find is that agencies are really open to listen, uh, really open to collaborate and course correct and take feedback, yeah. but they want that done in a kind of robust and a structured way. It can't be gossipy or subjective. That's what I think drives agencies crazy. Absolutely. Um, so these are the kind of forums and the platforms or framework, we call it, uh, in, in order to kind of invest properly both sides in the, in the high quality relationship that we really need to rebuild trust uh, between both parties now. Right then, uh, good week four. Well, it's been a good week for the long-term sustainable health of the media industry. Uh, yes. So uh, Rob Rakovitz, a great friend of ours, uh, the global media director of Mars, delivered uh, a quite brilliant address at the Festival of Media a couple of weeks ago. And it was all about uh, issuing a rallying cry, a call to action to the media community to change their behaviours in order to protect and, and enhance the future of the media industry. Uh, and it was, a, it, was a, it was a brilliant presentation. I think we're going to link the, to the video, but uh, I think this is the beginning of something really, really special. So uh, a good week for media. Very good. Well done, Rob. OK, mate, let's have it. Bad week four. Right, okay, well, I'm off on another rant again. It's a bad week for bad media agency reviews, pitches, searches, whatever you call them. Uh, and this is prompted by uh, the CEO of Initiative, Matt Baxter, who made a speech in, on a stage in Asia um, in a marketing conference, uh, the Mumbrella 360 conference mm -hmm. last week or this week. Um, and he is calling for the end of agency pitches. Um, because he says they are so bad and they're driving down, continue to drive down cost in agencies, they're incredible pressure on resources, they cost agencies a lot of money, and he thinks the outcomes are you know, unsatisfactory for both sides. Um, so he, to an extent he's got a point because of course there are some bad ones yeah. that are very cost focused. Um, and we support the sentiment the challenge I've got is just the kind of way he's going about it. And I have huge respect for Matt. I, th I love the fact that he's, he's one of the few agency CEOs who's very vocal and been very challenging yeah. and asking good questions of the agency community, actually. And, I, and I've enjoyed his commentary. What he's doing here is, is potentially quite divisive, though. That's the, that's the thing. Because he's set up, I think with great intent, he's set up a URL called ditchthepitch.com, which if you go to, is actually a dead link right now. But he's set it up as his kind of principle. The idea being it is that it's an anonymous forum for agencies to confidentially share examples and experiences of bad media reviews. Should be a good thing. The problem is it's what it's already creating is a very divisive commentary around it. So right. you've got, if you check out reports of this speech across social media, which may be not the best indicator always of sentiment, but it's a good indicator for the moment, You've got lots of agency people saying, yeah, Matt, you, you know, this is absolutely what we need. For too long, advertisers have taken advantage of their media agencies. 
understand the sentiment, uh, but it's becoming quite polarizing. And then you've got comments being left, I think representing either advertisers or you know, representing the interests of the advertisers, saying, well, listen, agency, you've got nobody but yourself to blame because you keep racing to the bottom on yeah. cost. You keep offering up to undercutting each other. You keep under-servicing businesses. Um, you keep putting free people forward in pitches and then they don't work on the business and that's frustrating and upsetting to the advertiser. And so the way that you actually conduct pitches yourself is not helping. Um, so the, the, the issue I've got with it is not that things can be better, because I think they can be, and we've been doing a lot of work to try and improve that. I'm, I'm kind of proud of lots of the reviews that we, that we obviously run, and hopefully to a very high quality. And the agencies appreciate that. We've also, as we've talked about on a previous episode, which we'll, we'll link to somewhere, um, uh, we've conducted quite deep research into this area with the four A's, which is the US agency trade body, uh, and IPG agencies participated in that uh, to try and identify where the pain points are for pitches, right? Acknowledging that they can be better, but in our view, it needs input from both sides. It needs constructive input from the advertiser and the agencies to identify where those pain points are and primarily where the opportunities are for advertisers to write better briefs and run better processes that result in better outcomes and better relationships for both sides so that we don't have this kind of opportunity of a cold war movement which looks like it could happen between advertisers and agencies accusing each other of running bad pitches and that's what I want to avoid so that's why it's a bad week but I appreciate the sentiment and credit to Matt for speaking out good rant I mean you know I, I admire <laughs> Matt and I and I sympathize with his point of view um, but I see the biggest challenge that Matt and all of the other CEOs of the networks have got is in the pressure that their holding groups are putting on them to drive organic yeah. growth. Um, if they were more focused on perhaps investing their time and efforts on looking after their existing clients and making sure that those existing clients were happy, weren't putting their business up for review, then perhaps they wouldn't be stretched too much in going after new business. Um, Ultimately, I think they've got to learn to say no. Why, why go after the wrong kind of business? Why go after businesses that, that are obviously looking for aggressive pricing? It will be interesting to see whether Matt, who is in charge of an agency that is very much in the ascendancy, is able to be disciplined enough and follow his own recommendation and say no to some of the big juicy seductive pieces of business that perhaps will be uh, inviting him to tender even if it's the wrong reasons to tender so uh, i'm going to be watching uh, very carefully to see how ipg and all the other holding groups respond to kind of matt's rallying cry exactly that's good. And, it, and that comes back, and that's why we wanted to talk to, about relationship management partly as well today, because it, you know, if we had better investment in relationship management from the agency side as well, you know, as you say, they put their resources into keeping their existing advertiser clients happy and not be distracted by trying to pitch for everything and trying to undercut, undercut each other on cost every day. Um, I think that would be good for everyone. Okay, so you can see how uh, passionate we are about this stuff. If you want to learn more, you can go to uh, our website, idcoms.com. You can find a huge amount of resources there on how to manage media agencies and investing in agency uh, relationships. 
um, please do get in contact. It's something that's very important and we advocate everybody should be looking into how to make that better. Uh, but that's your very ranty and salty uh, media snack for this week. Uh, thank you for watching. Please subscribe. But bye for now. See you next time.